Hello, everybody. Welcome to Two Guys Five Movies. This morning, your host Chris Gasmer. This is Frank Pelicon. You are listening to episode one hundred and eighty-nine, and we continue through the summer of Steel uh, this week with nineteen ninety-seven's Steel <clears throat> and Superman Returns from two thousand and six. Um, so Frank, uh, Steel has a 12% from critics and 19% from audiences on Rotten Tomatoes. It is written and directed by Kenneth Johnson, the star of Shaquille O'Neal is John Henry Irons, Annabeth Gish as Susan Sparks, Judd Nelson as Nathaniel Burke, Richard Roundtree as Uncle Joe, and Irma P. Hall as Grandma Odessa. So you wanted to put this movie on the list. Um, mm. Where we last left off was Superman 4 last week. And just to quickly clear up what happens with the Superman franchise at that point is um, they were going to do a Superman 5. because oh, I'm sorry. Canon ends up losing the rights back to the Salkinds. They're going to do a Superman 5, the Salkinds. It is going to be about Superman dying. This is going to be in 1989. Yep. They were going to do a movie about Superman dying um, before the famous comic series, like Ark. Um, and then the comic series happens, and you know this all, you can explain the history to me, because I don't really know it that well. I remember Superman dying in the comic and hearing about it, and a friend of mine having that comic, and I like solved the panels and shit like that of like him being killed. Um, but can you tell us a little bit about like, you know, the comic version of Superman dying that, that movie never gets made by the way, in case anybody was wondering, it's obviously doesn't get made. Um, so what happens in the comic there and how does that tie into the character of steel? And then how does that tie into this movie? Because so again, it was about 10 years ish after the, the, um, the reboot of the Superman franchise for the Christ on infinite earths. Um, Superman is again becoming kind of stale so the idea is we need to build this big event and refresh people on like their love for Superman so Superman gets killed by a alien creature called Doomsday uh, they kill each other like as they they basically break each other's necks with like super punches after this big long fight um, Superman dies his body goes missing from his grave and there's four supermen that come to place that all claim to be like Superman. One of which is John Henry Irons, who is a professor of something. I can't remember what he's a professor of. Um, oh, but okay. Created a suit of armor that mimics all of Superman's powers. Okay. So it can fly. It's bulletproof. It gives him laser vision. It can like shoot out like breaths of like cold air. Um, it gives him superhuman strength. He's basically like he becomes Superman wearing the suit, but he also has a big sledgehammer that he like throws at people like the work. So that's steel. Okay. Uh, so you, you wanted to put this movie, you were like, this is a Superman movie a few weeks ago. Mm. So um, how does this movie in terms of the plot of this relate to that character in those comics. Oh, it doesn't just a name only in the fact that it's John Henry Irons in a costume. Right. I think that I, I think that had the series been more successful, if this movie would have been successful, I think they probably would have tried to work in more DC esque stuff in it. Mm -hmm. Um, but because it was just like a standalone film, um, 
you know, you're never going to see any like connection with Steel and the rest of the DC universe, and rightfully so because the movie's fucking terrible. <laughs> um, I knew that it wasn't like a true Superman movie. I was just trying to f you over and make you watch it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so this movie, uh, John Henry Irons was. What was he in the military exactly? Was he just a soldier, or did he have a specialty? No, he's a weapons developer, he's a weapon, but he's right, a weapons specialist. He's in house because he worked for the um the army, right? Um, and then, like, this is all about like you know weapons creators and dealers and his attempt to like stop them, and he's just a dude that goes back to the old neighborhood and um like, like with. Uh, Susan Sparks, who is in a wheelchair from yeah, old Sparky. Look, you're not doing this movie justice, so let me. Okay, I'm just trying weave... to tell people if they've never seen it because I let me say... weave the tale, and yeah. we can then talk about how it doesn't relate to Superman much at all. Okay, except for like two lines of dialogue, literally, and one of those lines of dialogue is more about Batman than Superman. Um, John Henry Irons is a weapons developer for the army. Um, along with his woman crush, uh, Sparks, um, they've created uh, this crazy sound sonic-based um, weapon that is meant to disable troops um, instead of killing them. Um, Judd Nelson wants to steal that technology, or at least the credit for it, because um, he's this like slimy... Uh, He's also like in the military, but he's like a bad guy in the military. Um, so he tries to take credit for this weapons demonstration. He increases the power of the weapon that they're using, despite John Henry Irons' like protestations to the contrary. It ends up killing a U.S. senator, um, paralyzing Sparks, and getting him court-martialed. Um, and then Shaq. Uh, John Henry Irons just tells the fucking United States Armed Forces, yeah, like, I'm done. Like, I quit. And they're like, yeah, that's cool. Like, go ahead and quit. Um, so it's very realistic. Um, there's a gang of young toughs that are, like, work, like, end up working with um, Judd Nelson to steal. I, I don't even know, like, what's going on there. Um, he needs money, I guess, to develop these weapons so he can sell them to the bad guys of the world. Um, yeah, this movie's really bad. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. Had you seen this yet? I've seen little bits of it here. Okay. And there. Um, John Henry Irons like develops this suit of armor along with Sparks. Um, there's this hilarious uh, scene where he goes to rescue Sparks from. Um, the invalid hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's those are there's so many funny things in this movie. So she's like, I just want to stay here forever. I don't want to leave. And he's like, right. And he picks her up in his wheelchair, and all the disabled vets are like, yeah, like uh -huh. slapping him out, right? As he's kidnapping this woman, yes. like right in front of him. Yes. It makes no sense. Um, Doesn't he also like sit there and just like push the windows and break them to like? Oh yeah, he to... shatters the glass like out right. into the yard where all right. these other like invalid. 
he he basically like it's a, it's a mdop at the at the va yeah and and then he kidnaps susan sparks mm. that's an accurate reading of what occurs um so they go live in richard roundtree's junkyard because that's their <laughs> base of operations now right um they build this suit of metal armor that looks like it's made of like rubber because it is um John Henry Irons proves himself to be the most inept superhero of, of all time that is continuously getting comeuppance by teenage street thugs. Um, like, he never gets the upper hand in any fight until the very last fight. Um, obviously, you know, Judd Nelson is trying to sell, like, all of his weapons, and then Shaq gets arrested because he's an idiot, and... Then Sparks uses like pre-internet internet technology to get Shaq out of jail. Um, at the end of the day, you know they beat Judd Nelson. Um, they kill all of the weapon smugglers, and they have a will will they or won't they like you know energy to their relationship, and the movie ends. Yes. So. Uh, the only thing it has to do with Superman is that, again, there's a character named Steel that vaguely looks the same as this character in terms of, like, costume design. Right. Um, also has no superpowers and is just, like, a really talented weapons developer. Right. Um, but, yeah, much more believable. Well, Shaq has a Superman, which is real, like a Superman uh, tattoo. Tattoo, right, because that's what he was called. Right. In LSU, I guess, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then there's a couple Batman jokes um, at the end where Shaq's little brother, I guess is what he is, or cousin or whatever, is like, oh, you could be Bruce Wayne and I could be Robin. Or, eh. Right. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, it's bad. So let's talk about Shaq. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Shaq. Um, oh, so let me say this too, because okay. I forgot about this. Uh-huh. So you realize at a certain point that the entire premise of this movie is nothing but an attempt to set up as many Shaq can't make free throw jokes as possible. Yes. Culminating yes. in him making a free throw. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I've never been good at basketball. And then he can't like shoot. But and that was like right. the whole joke in the nineties anyway, was right. You know, that Shaquille O'Neal couldn't shoot a free thrower. Right. Couldn't right. shoot from range. He was just like the guy that could play up closer. Yeah, and then what, NBA Jam is shown in it, right? At some point, the arcade cab. Like, yeah, I guess the people playing yeah. it, like, uh-huh. in a transition scene. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, like, there, there, there's a lot of, like, little basketball things in here. But, yeah, a lot of it is just the free throw stuff with Shaq. So, Quincy Jones was a big part of this movie happening, him and his uh, business partner. And um, then Johnson was brought on. Do you know Johnson's history, kind of? Like, uh, he's Incredible Hawk um, TV show, uh, Alien Nation um, he's behind. And he thought this was going to be a transition into getting out of, like, the sci-fi rep that he got stuck in and came in and, like, you know, wrote and directed this. He wanted Wesley Snipes as um, Steel. Like, is that, like reasonable casting or like for the steel character from the comic at all i mean not that no. anything's reasonable here no shack is reasonable casting. right that's what i thought um uh he thought shack was going to be terrible 
um, when he got cast, but that was largely Quincy Jones doing it, like um, thinking that Shaq could be it was was just money and could be a star. So what's Shaq's? Uh, what do you think of Shaq's performance here? It's pretty empty. Uh, oh, getting tired in here talking about steel. Um, I feel like he never acted before, and no one told him what acting was, and he kind of just went and learned some lines and yeah. said some shit, and then got paid and left. Went and rapped a little bit. <laughs> um, he 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 worked with an acting coach on his off time during the 96 Olympics. Um, like, which is when this was being filmed. Yeah. Um, like, so, his, you know, to say the least, his, uh, uh, you know, attention was <laughs> a little split, you know, yeah. like playing in the Olympics and like trying to like, you know, figure out how to act. Um, <clears throat> but it's bad. It's cheesy. It could have been worse. Oh, sure. It could have been much worse. For everything bad about this movie, like, I do believe Shaq was trying. Mm, yeah, maybe. I don't... Maybe I don't know what that effort looks like. I mean, he's a he's a charismatic guy. Like, I mean, like, you know, and when he's, like, you know, talking, you know, analyzing sports, um, you know, when he did interviews, like, when he's a player and stuff, like, you know, he's, like, a affable guy. Um, I think you see some of that here. Um, but this is a really difficult movie to watch. Oh, it's terrible. It's, it's, it's almost impossible to like sit through without, um, looking at your phone or something. Yeah. Or just feeling like really bad about yourself. (laughs) Like, what am I doing? (laughs) Right. I said, this is just tantamount to a red card for me. Yeah, I I feel like that's how I got you. (laughs) Right. Like, why? I don't know. I don't know. Like, every at every turn, there's just some schlub with a Glock, and Shaq's like, well, we give up. You know, you're wearing, like, bulletproof armor. Right. Go save your girlfriend or whatever. I don't know. Right. The the, the thing that really, like, I think, like, it's kind of, like, legitimately bothering me about this movie is the dialogue. And... Like, I find the whole thing, like, a lot of the dialogue feels like it's trying to affect, like, urban speak. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, um, and I guess the, the, his heart is in the right place. I guess Kenneth Johnson went one day and talked to black youth in the hood. Right. And, um, got their feedback on the dialogue to try to make it sound authentic. Um, and this is the result of that one day effort. Um, it's like when Daryl starts telling Michael stuff in the office, <laughs> that's part of like black culture. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so it ends up being a real, like, I don't know how some of these black actors said some of these lines at times. Like, I guess they're getting paid, but it's like, man, this is some real um, white shit that's being yeah. written at times. Um, I don't need no pork. That ain't pork. That's a turkey dog. Oh! <laughs> Devours hot dog. Right. 
<laughs> Hot dog sounds good right now. Um, yeah, it does. <laughs> future, future food chat. Um, yeah, this is this is really painful to watch, and that's um, that's about all I can say about it. It, it yeah. I know you find it funnier than I do. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I always find these things funnier than you do. Yeah, it depends. There's certain ones that sometimes I find funny. Uh, I, I, I found some of the stuff funny. Like I find that VA thing really like it. It is just so bizarre. Um, it's really funny. But like a lot of like the action stuff is just. I mean, how would you rate the action in this? Like overall, like in terms of how well it's done. Like, uh, do, you, do you think it's even competent? There's a couple scenes that are okay. I mean. Maybe not. There's no scenes that are okay. (laughs) His weapon doesn't make any sense. Sometimes he's really tough and resilient, and sometimes he like goes down to nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, the armor made me laugh. Like the I don't know the look of it, and but yeah, no, I don't. I don't think there's any really good action stuff in this movie. All right. Even even the fight at the end makes no sense because it's just like it doesn't. It's so many cuts, and then you can't really tell like what's supposed to happen, and all of a sudden, like ah, the grenade. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, definitely agreed. All right, so let's move on to um. To oh, this Super- fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> so. We have Superman Returns from 2006. This actually has a 74% from critics and a 61% from audiences. It's yes, directed it's... by... Sorry? No, I was going to say it's pretty well received at the time. I remember. It was, yeah, yeah. Um, It's only in hindsight that it's like not... Yeah, definitely like uh, during that time period is well received. Brian Singer directs it. It's written by um, his writing partners that worked with him on the X-Men movies, um, Michael Doherty and Dan Harris. It stars Brandon Ruth as Superman... Kate Bosworth as Lois Lane, Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor, James Marsden as Richard White, and Eva Marie Saint as Martha Kent. Um, so this is interesting to some degree um, in its long history, but also in the fact that, um, like, uh, to get to this point, because uh, at this point we're nearly 20, 19 years, almost 20 years, like, you know, away from the last actual Superman movie. And, uh, so I just quickly want to go uh, just kind of like list off some interesting, I think, facts like here. There was an attempt um, to bring this back in the 90s, um, which is one of them is very famous, one another one less famous. So you have Superman Reborn first. This is when John Peters, the famous like, you know, uh, guy involved with the Kevin, uh, Kevin Smith, Nick Cage, um, Tim Burton version. But before that version, there's Superman Reborn. So this is a guy who had writing credits for 21 jump street and hill street blues mm. was going to um wrote a script for this and it opened with superman's death before he confessed his love to lois causing his life force to jump into her body impregnating her with a child that becomes a full-grown clark in three weeks and that's superman reborn um warner brothers thought it was way too strange um it seemed um, only at the prompting of Kevin Smith <laughs> did they find it strange and bad. Um, then Kevin Smith goes ahead and rewrites the famous story of Superman Lives that eventually Tim Burton and Nick Cager um, 
um, brought on to, uh, which also doesn't end up happening. Go listen to Kevin Smith on YouTube talk about like that experience of like what ended up happening there. And then before this movie, you get two competing projects. And I don't know if you know about this. You have Batman versus Superman and Superman flyby. Um, is is the other version so basically what ends up happening is abrams jj abrams writes a script called superman flyby um and then mcgee comes on to that to direct <laughs> and then and then you get a competing project okay um from andrew kevin walker the writer of seven who comes to him and says i want to do batman versus superman and warner brothers is like oh shit we can get both of them in the same movie because they hadn't done the Nolan stuff yet, right? Um, so they kind of mark out to that. So then Akiva Goldsman comes in and does rewrites on that Batman versus uh, Superman script. Um, and they got these two competing projects. They eventually decide to go with Superman flyby and um, with the Abrams Mc, McGee version. So let me tell you about this, Frank, what the huh. story is. All right. Abrams just throws out Superman mythology. And so his origin story for, for Superman, um, this is supposed to be the beginning of a trilogy. Um, Lex Luthor is a CIA agent obsessed with UFOs who was revealed to have magical powers that enabled him to fly. Lex Luthor can fly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... So despite like not being influenced by this death of Superman stuff, eventually Superman dies. It seems like at the end of the movie by Lex Luthor's hands. Um, then he's revived in this like Christ-like fashion by his father after he sees his father in Kryptonian heaven. Um, and this would have started like a like a thing with involving Krypton more. Um, so I don't know if you remember this. This Krypton got, was blown up. Yeah, not no. blown up in this version, I don't think. Mm. Um, this this got, this script got leaked on Ain't It Cool News. Um, and our good friend Harry Knowles uh, apparently said, "You'll believe a franchise. Um, you'll believe a franchise can suck." Was like the headline of it. Um, I vaguely remember the script getting leaked and it being talked about on there. So eventually, McGee drops out to go do something else. Brett Ratner is hired because you got to get the two worst action directors in the world involved in this. And then Robert Downey Jr. is brought in as Lex Luthor. Mm, that's um, it is. Um, they can't find... And Christopher Walken is brought in as Perry White. They can't find a Superman, and they can't find a Lois Lane. But Brendan Fraser was trying hard to be Superman. Mm. Josh Harnett didn't want to do it. Paul Walker didn't want to do it. Ashton Kutcher <laughs> didn't want to do it. Um, they can't find a Superman. Amy, Amy Adams and Carrie Russell are, are considered for Lois Lane, but eventually, like it falls apart. Um. McGee gets into like a, or sorry, Ratner gets into a feud with John Peters. McGee comes back on the project and then they decide they don't want to film in Canada, in America. They want to film in Australia. McGee has an intense fear of flying, will not fly anywhere. McGee drops out again. 
and it gets put on the shelf. And at some point, it gets mentioned to Brian Singer, like, hey, like, you know, they're really like just Jones and to make a fucking Superman movie. And he's like, really? Like, sure. okay. Um, he probably was told it like, you know, like a, a pedophile sex party. And he ends up getting his writers involved. And we get this version of Superman, Superman Returns, which the conceit is that three and four basically didn't happen. And it is the same Superman from Superman one and two that has left Earth for five years and is now coming back. Right. Which is a dumb story as well. But <laughs> um, so we got this movie. What good can you say about it first? Anything? Uh, it is the best Superman costume ever committed to film. Okay, agreed. Yep. Um, I'm I'm, I'm done. <laughs> tell 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 me why this movie just doesn't work. Like, and do you remember watching this when it came out? Oh yeah, I remember watching it. In the what theater. did you think of it then? I fell asleep in the theater because okay. I watched it after work and it was okay. too boring. Right. Now, what did you think of it watching it? I fell asleep on my couch watching it and had to rewind it three times because it was so boring. <laughs> I don't, it's, Lex Luthor is not an interesting villain in this context. And it's like, yeah, you already introduced him. Like, you already know who he is. He's just, right. I don't know. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's unnecessary. Like most of the movie is completely unnecessary. Right. Like the whole angle with like Lois like being engaged to some new dude cuz Clark was gone for 5 years but she's still kind of into him and uh, and he's a good guy. Yeah, well of course he's a good guy cuz Clark Kent. No, 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 Richard White. Oh yeah, or, Richard or, White is a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um it makes it all the harder, right? Cuz a good guy. I, um, they use kryptonite to float, you know, big, big island up in the sky. Like, it's just, it's dumb. It's a really dumb plot. There's no real threat to it. It's mostly just boring acting. Brandon Ruth has, like, and I like Brandon Ruth, zero fucking chemistry as Superman. He just kind of looks like Christopher Reeves and looks really good in that fucking costume, but... Ugh, I don't. Know. I think Ruth. If, if if we're trying to break down like that, I think Ruth does a good job in the sense of only in the sense of he's very affable, much like Reeve was. I think, but in but there's so much emotional content here, like huh. emotional depth that is needed. I, I like look. Right. I mean, they write like I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying they're trying to write emotional depth. Yes, okay. I mean, well, yeah, that's true. And and I I don't think it's great writing, but at the same time, I don't think either of these principles can deliver that emotional that emotional story that's trying to be told. Because I think Bosworth's terrible too. Here's what really well, she's just too young for Lois Lane. Like, well, yeah, Margot Kidder has that um, world weary like raspiness to her. Sure. Where you can believe that she could seduce Superman. Like, I don't believe that in this case. They just, she seems like a doofus. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, I, it's. I think he looks just, really good in the outfit. That's a, but. 
so it actually commits one of my one of my movie trope like pet peeves mm. um and it's honestly a cardinal sin for me number one you got to see an origin story and that fucking cal el zod shit at the beginning takes forever yes. to get through although it might be the most exciting thing in the movie um still just like takes oh no i'm sorry i'm thinking about yeah you're thinking about the other movie yeah so it... right i i'm getting all my supermans confused but so the opening, I guess, is fine. That's the movie that doesn't even. That's the movie that doesn't even try to connect emotionally. This movie right. tries to connect emotionally, and so fails. the whole thing where he comes back and Lois is on the experimental plane and the plane's going down. Mm-hmm. I hate when these fucking Superman movies like play loose and fast with how strong Superman is. Like, why is Superman having so much trouble stopping this fucking plane? Right when he's immensely strong and then like it's like oh i struggle with it until now and then uh, i gotta create some dramatic tension oh i can't stop the plane i keep ripping the wings off uh. right right i don't know i hate that shit i i, I hate the rescuing the plane spot mm-hmm. where to show illustrate someone's power i'm gonna beat the shit out of a giant monster or something like, you're making shit up anyway you just make up some giant fucking beast that he can bite right um and okay. ain't nothing bad happened on the planet in the five years the dude's been gone. He doesn't come they, back to like anarchy. Well, right, right. Thing. It's not anarchy and stuff. Right. Like, uh, I mean, they. I think they tried like in a montage earlier on to show that like you know there's still shit going on, right? Like, I mean that he could have solved or helped with. Um, but yeah, I mean it's not like anything devastating. Uh, what do you think here about Luther? Like in terms of like Kevin Spacey, eh. I mean it's it's a fine performance as Luther. It's definitely the most like charmingly menacing performance, but it's just so boring. It's a boring. Lex Luther is interesting when he is creating these ridiculous machinations to kill Superman. Like right. Lex Luther has a suit of kryptonite-powered armor that he dons so he can fight Superman. Or he's, like, working with some other villain. I mean, it's like... The coincidence that Superman goes away for five years and the day he comes back, Luther's, like, you know, murdering this widow so he can steal her money. Like, all that shit. That's fucking lame. I don't know. I'm just... I'm, I'm not a fan of, like, the character, I guess, and... I'm not a fan of Kevin Spacey after the past couple of years in general, so it was right, sure, a little course. more difficult for me to watch it like yeah. objectively. Yeah, I find watching older Spacey is much more difficult than watching very young Spacey. Um, but uh, regardless of that, I do like the the look much more, like the 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 added weight, the, even if it's not Spacey, like the added a little bit of added weight, like you know, of the character, like you know, um, I, I like. The, yeah. the more the snarling luther here's the thing i just think this is a really i so last thing i want to break down with this movie what about the filmmaking of like cinematography like directing like you know i mean um it's it suffers from something that uncanny valley um dead eye cgi effect that is like prevalent from this time um, which is really kind of disconcerting when they're doing transitions from Brandon Ruth as a human to him like flying off or like landing and you can like see 
mm-hmm. like the CGI either like envelop him or like leave him, and I didn't really like that. Right. Something I mean, that's he... something that's solved within what like seven years then at this point, you know, because oh, sure. I think that stuff looks really good actually. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. here in another less than a decade, yeah. Um, I feel like everything takes place at twilight, and that's kind of weird to me. Yeah, the cape and the uniform and everything is suit like it all looks really good, and I thought yeah. that was impressive. I mean, but... I I think they're trying to give this a slightly darker edge by things taking place like that like you're saying like a twilight a lot and you know i mean it, it, they're trying to make it feel darker i think um like a darker story yeah which i suppose it is compared to superman you know superman one and two or whatever but um so here's my thing uh, i think this is a really bad script as well oh, yeah it's an incredibly boring and right bloated script yeah it's like it's almost like if you just like you know shit now that we have ai it's like if you ask ai to like write like hey what if superman came back after five years this is what ai would write and like you know as a treatment it's like okay like and it's just this boring dull dialogue like nothing is interesting here like you know the actors aren't particularly interesting um, I mean, you got Ava St. Marie, Marie Saint, sorry, as uh, Martha Ken, and it's like, really? Like, it's just this dull, boring, bland... Right, there's nothing interesting about any of it. No. Again, no... if the idea is Superman's been gone for five years, and anarchy has prevailed on the Earth, and now he's got to, like, fight right. to, like, get it back while still trying to, like, because he's lost his humanity, because he's been out in space for sure half a decade, that might be kind of interesting. And especially if, like, look, you, I'm tired of them at this point, including Lex Luthor, but it's like, if Luthor had been, like, you know, using that chaos to manipulate things to, like, gain power, and it's like, it's like, he comes back just at the time Luthor's, like, trying to, like, you know, basically, like, fulfill some kind of, like, massive plot. Oh, yeah. Well, Luthor's the president in some continuity in Superman. Right. That'd right. be more interesting than anything else. Sure. Um. So, before we finish... I want to ask you, so we're going we're going to move into a whole new version of Superman. And it'll be the last episode of like the Summer of Steel stuff in the Zack Snyder stuff, right? Right. Up until this point, like, you know, you have like the Reeve stuff, you have this kind of like failed attempt here. What's what do you th- what is what the fuck is missing? Like, you know, like overall, like in, in your vision of Superman from the comics or your kind of like uh, understanding of Superman, like what is missing from all this stuff? It's hard to put my finger on it. Like. There's a certain warmth to Superman he's a dude that wants to be friends with people and like he has so much trouble connecting because he's so different than anyone else that it's like when he's around the justice league like those are kind of the only people that can understand him which are the only people that have like not a similar power set but are at least like super powered and kind of alienated in their own right Mm -hmm. you know and i Mm -hmm. would like to see I wish they would cast somebody that was like an unknown or like a little known actor. I think that would be the better thing to do. And they need to get a bigger person that like can fill out the suit a little more. Um, 
I don't know. Give me. Give me Christopher Leaves Leaves. Give me Christopher Reeves Reeves. <laughs> Christopher Reeves. Lee Lee Reeves. Like, Lee, Lee, Lee Reeves Reeves. Christopher Leaves. <laughs> the Earth because he died. Um, from like the shoulders up, and then I don't know. Maybe Ruth. Maybe whatever the other one, Cavill. Um, with that classic costume, and I think you're fine. And you need to have. I don't know, because the problem is, is it's all about like, oh, I abandon my powers for you, like, oh, I gotta, I gotta save humanity, <laughs> uh, you know. And it's just it's, every movie is like, that. Uh, 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 I want, I want to be a man, but I gotta. Joe Jorel told me to defend the Earth. Uh, I'm I... too stupid to reconcile these two things as one thing. I'm gonna go beat up some thug who's gonna overcome my superpowers and anyway <laughs> fuck it i i think if if reeve had been in a more serious movie and i think that's why i kept talking about that like last week with like um superman 4 like if reeve had been in a more serious version of a superman movie i think that would have been the best superman yeah that's probably true like still have that like whatever 60s charm like you know uh, like you know the americana feel to superman in something maybe a little bit more serious like well not this movie because it's like so just dull but it's like i don't know are any of the stories good like in any of it like i mean like then the I, movies yeah like nah i mean i guess something more serious in akin to when we start talking about Snyder, but like not that fucking serious. Um, I, I, I really feel Luther like pulls down, like, like relying on Luther as a villain pulls down these movies. Like there could be something more interesting, but right because be the problem is when you have someone like Luther as a villain, and aside from Nuclear Man, like pretty much every movie is about yeah a human like matching wits with Superman. Do you think that's something good about four is like the idea of Luther and another villain? Well, like, that's the that, thing is that, that it's, work in some way. It's ultimately a being that has like similar strength to Superman. So they can at least fight with each other. Right. Like, you, how, how can you ever believe that Luther is a credible threat to Superman in the way he's portrayed in these movies? Right. Right. And right. that's the, 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 if there's no credible threat, if you know that Superman at any moment can just like, and the fact that they give him like every single power in the first like fucking two movies just to justify like a scene. Like it's so I don't know. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that was last week, but it's like uh it doesn't really return here, right? Well, when sure, returns, it does. Oh yeah. And well, we're not in returns. No returns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But at last week when we were I remember, like you talking about the uh, like the ice stuff, right? Like the the the, the well, ice breath or whatever. Right. Or like... And in fucking four, he's sitting there like using his eyeballs to reassemble the Great Wall <laughs> in claymation. Right, like right, he's just right. look look looking the bricks into place. Right, so right. that's like yeah, yeah. And that he can speak every language all of a sudden. Like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, but every language is just Italian. Um, but at least that's still more fucking interesting than fucking Returns. Returns is just a really dull, boring movie. It really is. But that was the whole thing is like, and that's the other thing too that drives me nuts. And I actually kind of 
like respect returns for this. I don't need Superman's goddamn origin story every time there's a movie yeah. with him. Yeah. Like I understand fucking yeah. alien space crash Kent's now he's Superman. There right. you go. Yeah, no, agreed. Um all right, so uh next month we'll be back with uh the final episode of the Summer of Steel. Uh and that'll be largely covering all the Zack Snyder stuff. Um was is it Batman versus Superman or Superman versus Batman? I always get confused. I think it's like, Batman versus Superman yeah. alphabetical. Right, but it's like uh, the Man of Steel, and then um, Batman versus Superman, and then yeah. we'll talk. We'll talk a little bit about Justice League, but I don't know if I can put myself through actually watching that again. But um, well, I, I remember it well. Enough. I want to talk a little bit about the huge amount of cartoons that have been made. Um, oh, okay, sure, we can do that because DC has a whole animated right. universe that, in some ways, is much better than. Well, that that animated series. Action. What was that called? Is that Justice League Unlimited or some shit? Like, what yeah, was the thing like you that. made me like watch? Like. Two, uh, yeah, I think that's what two it's decades called, ago. Yeah, unlimited. Yeah, that stuff was really good when you made me watch it. Yeah, I think that's when Frankie was really small, right? Uh, yeah, Frankie was probably like four. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. All right. So we'll be back next week, or sorry, next month with um with the Zack Snyder Superman stuff. Thanks for listening, everybody. Deuces.